I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people in the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot I believe that the shadow self is just another aspect of the being. You know, we have like the diva self, the goddess self, the little kid (laughs) self, the mom self, the father self, and the shadow self is just one of them. And the shadow, just like all other aspects, just wants to be seen and heard and acknowledged. So if we take time to like give that shadow self that time to express, then the shadow doesn't need to come out in other times, in inconvenient times. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel, and I am so thrilled for you for the shift that will likely occur within you as you may align with a new and most likely a higher frequency with me today as we talk with the magical, magical goddess Heather Hoffman, also known on the social webs as Activation Vibration or Holistic Heather. When I asked for guest suggestions in the Your Own Magic Facebook group, many, many of you suggested Heather. And so here we are. Here she is. So of course, because this was someone you wanted, I had to make sure to weave in some of your specific questions for her too, which she loved to answer, by the way. So thank you for everyone who submitted a question, and we got to a lot of them. And wow, Tribe, thank you so much. I'm just so happy that you introduced me to this goddess because Heather is another soul who I felt familiar with in a very indescribable way. And the fact that you are the one that hooked it up, well, it just shows that we're all on similar frequencies and connected in so many ways. 
So for those of you not aware of Heather, by the way, well, she is a starseed. She is a channeler. She has a YouTube and she is a healer. She is an old soul who chose Heather's shell to be a voice to help us expand our consciousness in this incarnation. And if this sounds too woo-woo for you, well, good. (laughs) Because that means seeds are being planted and this episode only gets woo-woo-ier, which I love because to me the woo-woo is so true. And as you get to not only enjoy Heather's voice, which is soothing and is spiritually uplifting and just healing, her voice is healing, you also will get to feel these universal truths and cosmic words of wisdom that she shares, which will help you align more deeply with your soul and dance from your heart hear your heart and soul, and become more tapped into the rhythms of nature and the universe that is around us. So, perhaps from here on out, you can live a more enriched, happier, and awakened life. And when the bad things do arise, which they do, you will be quicker at shifting out of them, which she talks about. She is like a walking spiritual library, by the way, so I brought up a variety of topics that I was curious about or just wanted to expand on and geek out over because I love to talk about them too, and also what you're curious about, like, well, her story and why she felt the nudge to teach what lies beyond the physical and how to attract people with similar frequencies and transforming fear to love and enlightenment and how to dig in and shake that energy that doesn't serve you. Shake it off. And the shadow self and the different ego selves (laughs) and her past life regression experiences and how she'll tap into that today to get her through some things, which is so profound. Also, I had to ask about the fifth dimension and activating our third eye and light codes and how to use them. And of course, channeling, how she channels. And in part two of this, of this Heather series, Heather channels for the collective, so for you, and also for me personally, which was like, whoa, I could just feel her not only channeling my angels, but the Palladians, which I don't want to give too much away because you'll hear it this upcoming Wednesday if you're interested and also if you dare, (laughs) because it's intense. It was so real for me. So true. So raw. Also, speaking of raw and what's so true for me is a sponsor who I am beyond thankful for as this powder magic dust green juice created by Athletic Greens has healed me in more ways than one and you. And you can try 20 travel packs worth, which is basically 20 juices or 20 days of juices for free. With your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com slash magic. Yes, I also like to have my fresh juice. When I was living in Scotland, I bought a juicer because I wanted some fresh green juice and I couldn't find a place around there. And I've just kind of been traveling with that juicer. But what I would have preferred is to have Athletic Greens at that time. And now I do. And to be honest, now I have both. Because I like Athletic Greens because it provides me even more high quality 
and highly effective ingredients, as in 75 high quality and highly effective ingredients that support your health. It fuels your body with energy and boosts immunity and supports your digestion and also contains adaptogens and antioxidants that help manage your mood and your stress and allow you to age beautifully, which we naturally do. One scoop is equivalent to 12 servings of fruits and veggies. And by the way, it does not taste like grass. That is a huge thing to note. So when I was first using it, I actually would drop a little bit of liquid stevia in it. And now I honestly just like it plain. But feel free to order a single bag first just to try it out and you'll get your 20 travel packs. And I have a feeling you might even want to opt for the subscription for auto delivery. And then if you do that, you can cancel at any time, of course. But the Soul Tribe, again, is being gifted 20 free travel packs with their first purchase. So why not? Just go to athleticgreens.com magic to receive your all-in-one green magic dust. <laughs> That's athleticgreens.com magic. And now for the Yomi review of the week. One of my highlights of the week, personal highlights. And this one is by Diana Marie. This is truly a beautiful, expansive, safe, healing, loving podcast. I'm so thankful for the soul tribe. When I'm out of alignment and I'm in my ego, I turn on a random episode and it gently helps guide me back to my soul. I've become more balanced and free. You've provided so many resources from so many beautiful souls. Thank you so much for sharing this energy with all of us. Mm, Thank you, Diana Marie. (laughs) This means the world. I know I always say that, but every review really does. And so I really appreciate you and you sharing your energy with me and the tribe too. And it makes me really happy to know that you turn to your own magic when you need to realign because that's what I like to do. I turn to certain podcasts or YouTube channels or books with my favorite spiritual teachers and leaders who I just most resonate with. These beautiful souls have this gift of reminding me that all is well, all will always be well, and that I'm okay, and that my soul's okay, and that is why I bring on certain souls that make me feel that way too. And so I'm glad that they resonate with you. So thank you for sharing this, Diana Marie. Oh, and by the way, since you sent such a lovely review, don't forget to email me so I can enter you for the Hum Nutrition giveaway, which I'll leave all that info in the show notes for you. And that goes for also any of you who have either left a review and haven't submitted yet, or if you intend to review, don't forget to submit. All the information will be in the show notes. And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Heather Hoffman. (laughs) You know, we're creating realities at this point, so yeah, just speak it in. (laughs) And usually people on similar frequencies end up meeting, whether we try to or not. And so I know that the angels and just divine guidance made this flow. And I'm so honored and happy that it did. Mm, Yes, me too. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, it's such an honor. It's like a perfect convergence. So yeah, thank you.
It was actually the Yomis, by the way. That's what I call the listeners. They introduced me to you because I posted, Mm. who should I have on the podcast? And so many requested you. And that's when I started to dive in. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. I get it. I see it. I see her. This is happening. Mm. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah. Tribe. We have the same tribe. I mean, you know, we're all one collective tribe, but definitely have like similar starseed tribe members for sure. Oh, yes. By the way, I have to just let you know, it's so interesting. So before this podcast, I was doing a sound healing meditation just to get me in the zone and it had a nine hour time limit on it. But I so I put on a timer for 20 minutes to make sure I make it to you in time. Mm. And for whatever reason, I didn't. I didn't even realize I didn't until I woke up because I woke up from my brother's little dog who decided to kiss me right on time. Wow. <laughs> it was so cute. She started she started like licking my hand and I was like, ooh, what's that? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it when spirit and source speaks through animals. Yes. Always keeping us in divine alignment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. <sighs> so would you like? To pray. Mm, I have a little prayer yes, that I will share yes, to ground us, to connect yes, us. With us. And then if you want to add on, feel free. Mm, amazing. Yes, I'm here. <sighs> Dear angels and divine guidance, I thank you for this connection, this moment, and may you use Heather and I as a vessel to deliver a shared truth from our hearts, allowing the ego of our minds to float away as we stay present and open with love and compassion and explore our gifts as we bring light to any experience from our own lives and any lessons and any messages of our own lives and any messages that you want us to deliver to all the beautiful souls that will be listening so we can help shift the lives for the better with everyone listening in one way or another. Aho. Aho. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) So Heather, I am curious, what excites you and lights your soul up right now in this season of your life? Mm, I love how you say season because we do have so many different phases and seasons and cycles to our life. (laughs) It's it's so epic how one thing can be so powerful and significant for us at one point. And then as we evolve, we graduate into a new phase. So thank you for asking that way. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, always. So what excites me? Mm. As of right now, I am really, really excited for and grateful for the amount of people waking up, coming into their true soul essence, and yeah, just the consciousness, the shift that's occurring right now is so powerful, and (laughs) I feel like every day, whether of course on the internet, but also in person, I'm just like, crossing paths with more and more people who are like yes I get that or they see sacred geometry and they're like oh I know what that is it's like so exciting and it really does inspire me and keep me motivated to continue doing what I'm doing 
Yes. And then as more people like yourself express this to the world, more people are, even if, even if they reject it at first, you're planting the seed in their mind. Yeah. And then somehow they'll see some synchronicities and become a little more awakened. Yes. And truly, like if someone doesn't resonate with something, it's usually because they are not informed about it or yeah. they fear it. Yeah. So it's usually some type of like, energetic or emotional blockage that eventually is dissolved throughout the path of life and then it's like oh okay that that does make sense now that I'm in this space seeing from this way yes yes and another thing is when we are walking on this vibrational wavelength we do attract more people that are either walking towards it or walking along it as well and so we do come across more people that understand like oh what is this fifth dimension? And right, so yep. <laughs> that is another thing too, is that you do weed out almost people that might not want to be open to it at this time or in this incarnation. Mm-hmm. That's not a part of their journey and mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge it. Yep. But yeah, yeah, we honor it because <laughs> they play a part too, a very significant part. So it's like, oh, okay, that's where you're at. Beautiful. I honor yeah. you there. Continuing yes. on. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So also what sparked this idea to share what you share with the world on social media about, you know, the mind, body and spirit connection and all things that are just beyond the physical as a lot of people, most people like we're talking about just reject this information, but you don't hold back and you don't care. You share it. Mm -hmm. What makes you want to share it with the world? I love that you do. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, an interesting space to navigate through because a lot of this information is not out there or supported by much. You know, we're like pretty much channeling all from source. You know, there are ancient predictions, but um, there's not much like tangible confirmation, which as humans, we usually prefer so that we can like deem something as true. So yeah, it's an interesting space to navigate through, but I I love it. And um, I actually have been connecting with the spirit realm since I was younger and could see angels and light beings. And then when I was in middle school and high school, actually due to um, something that happened with my friend, it got turned off mm. and um, I stopped connecting with the higher realms long story short, uh, she was like, if you tell anybody that you see angels or light beings, because she had a grandma who was following her. And so I told her, she was like, then people are going to think you're crazy. And that hit me so hard, especially because I was young and I didn't have the level of energetic support or confidence that I do now. It actually turned it off for like seven years. And that definitely caused like a void within me, kind of like an emptiness, but I learned how to become whole through that. So it was obviously a really necessary component of my journey. But then 2011, I started seeing angels again and they came back and the guidance was very, very clear. It was like, you are to share this message. And at the time I didn't even like, I think I did have an Instagram, but it was like, 
you know, the high school type of Instagram, like a million selfies in my dog. And, uh, <laughs> of course. That's the beginning of mine too, I think. Right. Like it could be my dog's Instagram. But um, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, how am I going to do this? And kind of just opened myself up to it. And uh, little by little, social media started to grow, like just in general, like Instagram platforms, Facebook platforms, Twitter. And I was like, ooh, this may be like a good channel to translate through. And mm. I kind of just started writing and sharing. And people actually are so receptive to the information I share, which I am so grateful for. Like, I am so grateful that people are so open to this information and this like oh, yes. different type of perception because it is full on out there. Like it's fully out there and to be honest like the extent to which I experience it is very satisfying and satiating for me to where I don't feel like I would need to like share my experiences like this but because it is this time because we are in this paradigm it is like yes it's time to share so now I've like opened up this whole new purpose for myself in sharing this information and not just experiencing it alone and being like okay with it and now I'm like okay I'm I'm ready and I've been sharing and more people are like yes we get it we're ready yeah and again you're attracting those people that are ready and saying yes and that's the most beautiful thing because I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. hold back this information because they fear that those they fear that they're going to be judged probably by people they know too. Yes. You know? Yes, definitely. Almost more so. Almost like more so like being judged by people that you know as opposed to like people that you don't know. But I find that people that I don't know are even more receptive than those. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't – I actually like the people I know are pretty receptive to it too. So That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Or what about the people that were Mm. on your old path? What about the people Mm. that like your family and your older friends? And now that you're sharing this information, how has their response been? Mm, It's definitely been, um, I've seen both sides where a lot of people are super receptive and like we're not at all into anything spiritual and are like, wow, no, this, this sounds familiar. Like I have no idea what you were talking about, but it's, it's interesting. So I, I feel compelled. And then others who just don't resonate at all. Um, I haven't really had like fallings out, falling outs with them, but, um, Many people I just no longer really stay in contact with anymore who are not resonant with this frequency, and I honor them for how they've served in my life, and hopefully I've helped them in theirs too. But yeah, I just um, I like to look towards the light, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yeah. and I so honor the path of yours that might have felt a little dark and a little disconnected mm. from the truth of you yes. because it shifted you and it brought you to where you are today where you're devoting your life to getting a deeper understanding of what lies beyond the physical and exploring your extrasensory gifts and just sharing all this information and how do you receive this information do you read a lot do you just does it just come because you share so much I'm curious how you receive it Mm, yeah so um I actually I've probably read about two books in my whole life and that's you know could be very embarrassing to even say um it's not though I think that's amazing (laughs) 
<laughs> it's it's not that I don't like reading. I actually really enjoy reading, but um, I often it's hard for me to take in other people's information because of the way that it's translated through them. Sometimes it's like I I just observe when we absorb information from other sources then often we adopt those stories as our own and then we alter our perception and then our way of translating things so um yeah I actually haven't done much research on um like anything in 5d realm I channel all of my information so uh I Sometimes we'll sit in meditation, but it's usually just throughout the day randomly as I'm like going about my day, a channel will come through. Often I'll feel the actual presence of like a higher being or just light engulf me. And often I'm like stopped in my tracks, whatever I'm doing, and my breathing will change. Sometimes my breathing will stop and information will just come through. And sometimes I'm able to memorize it. But often I'm like, oh, I got to write this down. So I'll like grab my phone or a notebook and just like write it down. Oh, that's so exciting. I can't wait to talk about channeling. Mm-hmm. I do intend to talk about that <laughs> in a third of the way yes. through or something because there's a lot of yes. questions and a lot of people asked about channeling too. So we'll have like a little channeling mm, chapter that it. we'll talk about. Beautiful. The channeling chapter. I love the it. The channeling chapter. <laughs> but this one is still more about your soul, this chapter. Mm-hmm. And um I love this question. You've talked about it some, but maybe we can expand on it. So this question from Jillian Slattering. Mm. <laughs> I can't pronounce last names, but yeah, Jillian Slattering. She asks, I'd love to hear about her story to get here, which you just shared. And then she writes, and gets so pure. And if she still suffers sometimes, or if she's truly feels enlightened every moment and how she changes her perspective from fear to love. Mm, wow. Oh, I love Jillian, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's wow, beautiful question. Thank you. Um, yeah, so enlightenment is the state of presence and um full embodiment in every moment. So I actually don't even believe that there is a state to where we no longer um perceive darkness or we no longer experience suffering I think that it just alters the way in which we experience is just a different caliber so I definitely go through my things I have human experiences happen to me for me all the time I just don't um I think the way that I now receive these lessons is what has really shifted within me upon going through this whole journey. Um, It's kind of like I experienced from a detached point of view, kind of like a higher self perspective, where when things happen, rather than getting sucked into the drama of it, or the identification of it, or the suffering of it, or a lower vibrational perception of it, I more so just kind of remove myself and perceive it from a standpoint of understanding and Mm. of it happening for me 
So I'm like, okay, cool. All right. What's the medicine in this? Like, how can I alchemize this? Like, okay, this is, this is a little more intense than uh, (laughs) usual. Like what, what can I do with this? Like, how, how are we working with this? So it's definitely not that I um, no longer have like tragic things happen in my life. It's more so just my perception of them has shifted to where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, this is one of those things. All right, navigation, how do we go? Okay, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing to seriously step outside of Mm -hmm. this mind of yours, this hyper mind of yours for a moment to recognize the bigger picture in this situation? And maybe sometimes in that moment you're like, all right, I don't know the answer as to why this is happening, but Mm -hmm. I know that in the past – when something has happened, it actually ended up working, you know, working for me in some way. And I love that question. Mm-hmm. What's the medicine in this? I love that question. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. And and I love how you just said sometimes you don't know like immediately like, okay, what is the reason for this? Mm-hmm. But often we just kind of have to like feel into, okay, like if there's anything, like what can I be grateful for mm. in this happening? Like, okay, patience. All right. This yes. is teaching me patience. Oh, that's interesting yeah. to bring that up. Today, earlier, um, I waited on my brother for a long period of time in the cold and I that's exactly what I actually had to tell myself because usually, <laughs> I mean – me 2017 Raquel in this incarnation would probably have been really miserable and stressed (laughs) out and calling him five million times where the hell are you but today I just was like I'm going to take this opportunity to stare at the beautiful snow on the mountains Mm. and appreciate the fact that though it's cold it's sunny and just be Mm. and it felt so good and I'm like this is a part of the spiritual practice when we have those moments where we have to wait or we have those moments Mm -hmm. where we experience something like anger's about to arise those are the moments where this, that's when the practice comes in. That's yes. when you come in. That's when your soul comes in and awakens. And it feels that's medicine itself. Yes, when there's not that support of a convenient situation or things aren't flowing effortlessly. That's when it's like, all right, where's your spiritual practice at? Like, how yes. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> also, the Dalai Lama, he actually admitted, he's like, I do get angry sometimes, but... I don't get angry for long because mm-hmm. I know how to shift it. I know how to, I know how this works. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And it's so true. It's about shifting. That's, that's really yeah. alchemizing it. Yeah. But not suppressing it because mm-hmm. it's so easy for us to be like, to, okay, I'm going to shift, but oh, I really don't like this feeling deep down. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is such, such a, a good point. Yeah. So like when I do experience things like say like something does make me angry, I if I feel like an intense emotion surge through my body, like anger or disappointment, then I immediately, I actually start like physically shaking my body, like kind of like (laughs) profusely just shaking and making weird noises like, uh, and just like getting it out of my system because it actually is like an energetic manifestation in your body. So like I I have to get it out of my body right away because like the frequency just really like I feel how much it doesn't resonate with my body and it actually doesn't resonate with anyone's body but it's just being sensitive to that so I'm like ooh, shake it out shake it out and then I'm like okay yes all right where's the lesson how do I go forward (laughs) (laughs) 
ooh, everyone take notes on this or just when it arises, perhaps later today, something will happen. Mm-hmm. Shake out that energy. Because energy, yes. like they say, it cannot be created or destroyed. It has to move through somewhere. Yep. It has to move somewhere. It has to, and you don't want it inside of you. You don't want it nope. held inside of you or, or that's going to manifest as something else. Exactly. So I love that. I'm going to shake it out next time. I yes. love that. Yeah. I usually like write it out or scream or cry, right. but yep. I'm going to, I'm going to shake it out. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and it's like fun to just to kind of let your limbs like go in whichever direction and just kind of look and feel like a weirdo. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Taylor Swift was on to something. Shake it off. <laughs> right. Wow. I wonder if she knows. Maybe she does. She know. I think she knows. <laughs> she knows. She knows. <laughs> Taylor knows. <laughs> My favorite morning routine is, well, after I wake up, after I rise, I think of something that I'm so excited about and thankful for, and then I I do my business. (laughs) I smile at my sleepy, puffy face in the mirror and hydrate with water and then fully enjoy a fresh cup of Four Sigmatic every morning that I rise. I'm really looking forward to this hot cup, whether it's the coffee mix with the mushrooms or lion's mane and chaga or some black or green lemongrass tea or their matcha tea and sprinkle in my cordycep elixir for a pre-workout energy boost or sometimes their matcha tea which I actually usually like to have midday but have you guys tried their adaptogen coffee mix yet? It's amazing. It's so good with Tulsi and ashwagandha, eleuthero, and cinnamon. It's it's my new favorite. My new favorite. And for the 30 days that I quit coffee, I just had the mushroom elixirs. It's so good for balancing the effects of coffee as these ingredients support your digestion and balance the spikes that coffee creates. In fact, that's pretty much the reason that I have to add Four Sigmatic to any caffeine drink that I'm drinking in the morning to better control my cortisol, you know? Yet, at the same time, stimulating the central nervous system and adrenal glands in a very balanced way. Also, their mixes contain only half the amount of caffeine normally found in coffee. And my favorite through the day is lion's mane. You know, lion's mane, the the drink that Buddhist monks would drink to enhance their focus. That one. (laughs) It's miraculous for those of us who can be easily distracted. And oh, I'm really into their lion's mane shots right now. So good, especially since they taste like pineapple. And in the evening, well, I've been crazy about their reishi elixir for over a year now. As I say, it's like liquid yoga. Or their delicious hot cacao mixes as an after-dinner treat. And these are the best and highest quality mushrooms on the market. And Four Sigmatic is continuing to gift the tribe 15% off your purchase. So just click on the link in the show notes or go to foursigmatic.com forward slash soul tribe. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-N-A-T-I-C.com forward slash soul tribe and enter the discount code soul tribe. One word, no spaces for 15% off your magical coffee and mushroom elixir order. Soul good. Enjoy. Okay. 
So speaking of not shaking it off, sometimes that's when our shadow self really takes over and arises, but we do need to meet and deal with our shadow self, which I know is something that you really do share with the world. And so I'm curious, why is it so important for our own self-love to acknowledge her? Mm, Yes, yeah, the shadow self. I believe that the shadow self is just another aspect of the being. You know, we have like the diva self, the goddess self, the little kid (laughs) self, the mom self, the father self, and the shadow self is just one of them. And the shadow, just like all other aspects, just wants to be seen and heard and acknowledged. So when we allow the shadow self to reveal itself and to speak to us what it is that it desires or what it wants to be heard about or felt about or what it wants to be processed within the being. If we take time to like give that shadow self that time to express, then the shadow doesn't need to come out in other times, in inconvenient times, like when you're angry about something else and then you have all this like built up shadow anger that like explodes all at once onto this one person and it didn't even have to do with that one person. So if we take time to like actually work with the shadow self and be like, yes, hi, I see you and I'm giving you space to express, then the shadow self will actually work in conjunction with all aspects of your being and will work for your benefit. Wow. (laughs) We don't want to just ignore Mm. it. We must acknowledge it because if we ignore it, it's going to perhaps scream or try to get louder and be seen in some way because it's another child of ours, you know, it's another self of ours. And we want to make sure she's heard, she's seen, and she's okay. Mm -hmm. Also, you said diva self. Will you yeah. please paint a picture for me of your diva self? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my diva self is hilarious. I like laugh out loud at yes. my diva self. I, I'm sure I do too. <laughs> my diva self is like the <laughs> the self that needs like an extra large green juice with my stainless steel or bamboo straw and (laughs) needs to go to my hot yoga class. And if I haven't, then like I need to just stop in the middle of the grocery store right here, right now and start stretching. Oh my gosh. Our diva selves are so similar. Our diva selves are twins. That's me. Oh dear. That's so great. Oh, I Uh, love it. I love it. Yeah, that's the best part is we're like redefining what these words mean as well. Like there is, you know, it like there's a negative connotation sometimes with diva and it's like, nah, like my diva self is fabulous. I did not expect (laughs) me to reference so many pop culture references in this podcast in particular, but Beyonce was onto something. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. See, we're merging realms. This is yes. what they came to do. I get it. I, I get what they're having this too. No kidding. Everyone in. Everyone. I love it. Yeah. I hear you, Angel. <laughs> we get you. So now, from shadow self to ego, let's talk ego. So you posted that there are different types of ego, which there are. And does your ego slip in and take over on occasion? And if so, how do you talk with her and... What are the different types of egos? Mm, Yes, yeah. So the types of egos, you know, there are many according to 
whoever is speaking or whoever we're speaking about. But I find that the most common ones are the preventative ego and the performer ego. So the performer ego is like the ego we mostly hear about kind of like the like <laughs> I'm the best watch me like I have it all like I got 10,000 likes right exactly like <laughs> and, and you better like my photo too you know like <laughs> that's like the usual ego that we hear about and then the preventative ego is the ego that holds you back that's like you're not good enough you know don't don't speak up you know you you can't do that and um yeah you know there are many other egos there's also a spiritual ego too where this ego feels like they are better than others because they are enlightened so they're oh, entitled yes and they they know it all I've been there too yeah, I've been there like, too I'm not gonna like yes I I've been there yeah I feel like it's a part of the journey you it know is. we have to embody these different types of aspects these different types of egos these different types of beings so that we can become familiar with them and that we can actually relate to them and if we do choose a path of way showing then we can translate to these aspects and Mm. you know these aspects actually never go away they just shift their way of being and their way of functioning to again work in benefit for all aspects of the self so Um, I've definitely had, you know, my fair share of ego work as well. And the ego that has been really prominent in my life is that ego that's like trying to hold me back from standing up, from speaking up. It's so funny because I remember as a child, I would like stand on the tables at Burger King and start singing and dancing and like (laughs) break dance like at the movie theaters and like be such a performer and then I think it actually was after um my like higher guidance kind of went on pause for a while where I started holding myself back and I didn't want to sing in public anymore or dance in public or post photos or do this and I've actually had to have my performer ego come through and kind of like push my preventative ego out of complacency so that I could start speaking on panels at events and communicate with others on podcasts and share information that wasn't supported or most people had never even heard of. So I've done a very um, fair share of ego work with all aspects of my ego. And I actually have like full on conversations with my ego where if I am feeling like I'm wanting to be seen or wanting to be heard, then I'll call out my ego like right then and there. And I actually do this out loud. It's like not a in my mind conversation. It's like an external conversation where I'm like, okay, why? Why? Why do I feel like I'm not being seen? Why do I feel like I'm not being heard right now? Okay all right, okay, it's because like, I didn't speak my truth when I felt this. And then now this has built up and this is happening. So I'll like use my egos to actually work with my egos so that I can figure out where everybody's at and bring every aspect of self into harmonious, balanced alignment. Oh, pause. Whoa. You actually (laughs) just like stuck five different keys in different locks of mine that I wasn't even aware were open. 
I wow, beautiful visual. Thank you. <laughs> I feel so called now to talk to my preventative and my performer ego. Yes, yes, I yes. I promise you, your ego will love it. <laughs> wow. I'm having a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. perhaps as well, because have you ever heard of uh, the different soul missions in each incarnation loves to practice in that life? For example, some people are more inclined to be a performer soul, but they have, I mean, other missions as well, but performer is one of them. And Mm. the fact that as a child, you were standing and performing and just that really lit up your soul in some way. And yeah, you had a moment where it was blocked, but now you're doing it. You've like you talked about before how this shifts in some way, and so now it's shifted into something more mm. towards your truth. And it's almost like this path has been unfolding in some way where you were a performer as a kid doing one thing, but it led you to where what you're doing today, mm. where you could speak, you could speak and share all this knowledge. But you're performing, even though it's you. Mm-hmm. It's a, you're performing. Like right now, you were performing, though it's us. Mm-hmm. We're sharing with the world yes exactly and that's how we have integrated our egos to work with us where the ego is actually working with our souls right now to amplify our soul's message and that is the ego that's supporting that Mm, maybe i need to start asking in my prayers for the ego to support instead of to float away yes 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 that's actually that is so it like that is so it. Yes. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ah, so many keys. <laughs> I love it. I love the keys. When I ask some friends or family to try my green juice, most react with a disgusted look on their face. But when they take a sip of my athletic greens juice, they instantly become a fan every time. So to me, Athletic Greens is synonymous with feeling good from the inside out. (laughs) I know it sounds so cheesy, but it's true because especially you will love, love, love the feeling 10 minutes later. I do at least because I feel like my body lights up with energy and vitality and power. So I want to feel that first thing to break my fast in the morning. So Athletic Greens is part of my morning routine and also sometimes midday if I need another pick-me-up or something to curb my cravings for sweets, which it's solid for doing that. But anyways, for the remainder of the day, I am just at peace with the fact that this one juice fueled my human suit with her micronutritional needs with 75 high-quality and highly effective ingredients that support you in five crucial areas of health fuels energy, boosts immunity, supports digestion and gut health with adaptogens and antioxidants to help you manage stress and your mood and healthy aging. One scoop seriously has the equivalent of 12 servings of fruits and vegetables and it does not taste like grass. (laughs) Basically, I describe Athletic Greens as physical magic dust that nurtures my body and helps me perform at my best. Plus, this is such a bonus. It is 100% made from a place I love, New Zealand. So I guess we can all say it's kind of like a kiwi magic dust. (laughs) And Athletic Greens, the best juice on the planet, is offering you, dear listener, free 
20 travel packs valued at $79 with your first purchase. I carried these travel packs with me to Utah and it made it very easy. It just contains one serving and I had one a day, sometimes two. It was perfect. So get your 20 free travel packs valued at $79 with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com forward slash magic. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash magic and let me know what you think. Thank you, Athletic Greens. You really are pure magic. And now on with the show. And speaking of incarnations and past incarnations where perhaps you also love to perform, I'm curious what you've learned um, when you were digging into past lives and how do you tap into your past incarnations? Mm, Wow, I love past life talk. Um, Me too. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I actually, I I do past life regressions for people where um, I take them into like a meditative trance and will help induce them into a state where they can connect with their past lives. So there's actual like meditations and formulas and sequences that you can utilize to tap into these spaces. Um, But for me personally, I actually experienced, uh, I've had multiple past life visions, some more prominent and vivid than others. And they were all random. Like they all just like Mm. actually happened. Like not even in like good timing actually but um one that is really significant for me um I actually had this vision when I was younger I think it was like 11 and um I literally fell into a trance and wasn't familiar with trances at this time and went back to a past life where I was a male and I was living in Africa I was an African tribe leader and um, it was during a time where my village was being ravished and uh, all these other men were coming and taking all of our everything that we had and were taking the women and were killing all of us and um, I tried to gather it was really crazy too because uh, I experienced him yeah like I could see him, but I was, it was almost as if I was like standing beside him, but also as him where he was the movements, he was the existence in presence, but I was like the, um, like the witness essentially. And, um, I witnessed him gathering as many women as possible. And we went out into the middle of the jungle where we could. And, um, we were there for quite some time until night and then in the middle of the night uh we were found and we were killed and I actually experienced his death with him where I was murdered and um that's actually when I felt my body connect with his I was like a witness a soul witness to his experience up until then and then when he was actually dying I became him and I actually felt like what it was like to die and felt my like body turning off and then my soul turning on to a different realm like actually connecting to a different source and then that's when he and I connected like his 
human aspect with my human aspect. And we made this deep connection and I felt this transference of codes where we were sharing information and things back with each other. And, um, I came out of trance and obviously like was like, whoa, that was pretty trippy and (laughs) didn't tell anyone and didn't know how to even begin to comprehend necessarily what I experienced. But um, soon after I started uh, like boxing and um, like taking on new uh, hobbies as a being, as Heather. And when I would go into the ring, I actually competed in boxing for seven years. And when I would go into the ring, I would feel his energy come through me. And I would become like this crazy fighter. And um, like, I was undefeated, had 15 fights, like never lost a fight. And it was literally, it's like the, it's the most pure example that I can tangibly show and express of channeling where it doesn't even make sense like how fast I can move or my punches or my combinations or anything I promise you like it is actually him and he's also come through in other times of my life I've lived in like really dangerous areas um, growing up for many years in many different dangerous areas and I've been in scenarios where um, like my sister was getting jumped or Uh, we were getting our car bashed in by a group of people who wanted to, I don't know what they wanted to do. And this energy would come through me where like literally I become a different being and my voice changes, my, my chest like puffs up. It's hilarious. And I literally like, I speak so loud and so prominently that it's protected me and actually prevented situations from escalating to being an actual dangerous situation like every single time wow wow he's with you he's always with you yes yes do you know his name your Um, name his name is ojaya yeah Odaya? Ojaya. 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 wow wow i have insane chills right now Mm, yeah Yeah, I'm so grateful because, again, it's been such an incredible tool to utilize throughout my life because I definitely experienced more dangerous situations than, like, most people experience just because of where I lived and I've been on my own since I was 14, so I I didn't have, like, authoritative protection, and literally he was that protection for me. Like, he was that protection. Let's honor Ojaya for a moment. Your voice tone even changed. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is actually brings up a wonderful question that Chelsea Stewart asked. Mm -hmm. And she asked, how to nourish the ability to channel light codes and transmissions. Thank you. Mm, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, to nourish the ability. I would definitely say just like open up the space for you to just flow. Like just allow yourself to flow. Often I'll do it with clients where I will just look at them whether it's virtual or in person. And if it is in person, we'll stare deep into each other's eyes and I'll just start speaking light language and just letting it flow and and opening my heart to where they can let it flow too. And there's like this, this sense of 
familiarity that comes over you once you do allow yourself to kind of like sink into that space and just start flowing so like try it alone try it alone like just start speaking as your mouth and tones and frequencies and soul desires and just start making noises and don't don't have like a preconceived um like leave all the projections behind like oh light codes sound like this or channeling is like this and know that mm-hmm. you hold a unique signature of cosmic DNA and so your light codes will sound different than other people's and your way of channeling will be different because thankfully you connect to different sources so just allow yourself to go and have confidence that you are like in alignment and you are a cosmic divine being and capable of channeling and capable of communicating light language and yes if you need a little extra confidence or support then ask your guides ask your angels literally just say please support me and give me the confidence in my channeling abilities please support me in communicating light language maybe even open up a conversation with your guides to start communicating light language to you and literally just start speaking out loud to them and imagine them before you or feel their presence before you and just start speaking in frequencies and tones to them and they will help you wow and those frequencies and those tones it just comes and it just flows Mm -hmm. correct it's yes wow yes From the beginning, can you paint us a picture for a second of how we may, because I feel like some people might sit there and they are like, all right, I'm going to try this, but I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to do. Mm, Yeah, definitely. So um, we'll start with channeling and then into light language. So just taking a moment, preferably out in nature, but if you are indoors, that's perfectly fine as well. Come to a space where you can be completely safe and sovereign in your own energetic field, so a place where you won't be disturbed, and just start to breathe deeply, observe your breath circulating throughout your whole body, start connecting with all aspects of yourself, And imagine a channel of light flowing from the cosmos into the crown chakra, into your head, and open up the space. Say, I am ready to channel. I am ready to channel. And just take a few deep breaths and open up the space. Be silent for a little bit. Be completely still for a little bit and allow whatever desires to come through to come through. I always call upon the beings of the highest light to ensure that I am channeling all benevolent divine sources. And Mm -hmm. upon simply stating that, that is you creating the reality because lower frequencies cannot even resonate with a higher frequency if that is what you are stating. And don't get discouraged if something doesn't happen immediately. Like I started breathing and I asked to channel and then, you know, like my lights didn't start flickering like is it not working like no you have to be patient and don't be discouraged if it doesn't just happen right away or in a way that your ego perceives is a way and keep trying keep practicing it may be that you need to take a few different sessions of just 
breathing and being still and asking to open up to channel before you channel. You know, that may take like five different times of you doing that before you're able to actually channel. And that's beautiful. That's perfect. That's actually you solidifying your ability to channel. And then with light language, I do the same thing where I'll just be sitting, breathing, I'll open up the space. And I really just like start like it feels like I open where you said paint a picture. It feels like I have these golden gates in the middle of my chest where my heart is. And when I breathe into them, they start to just kind of open gently and then kind of all at once. And then there's this huge grand opening and I have all this like cosmic energy just come through into sound and frequency and like not even needing it to sound like any one way sometimes it's faster sometimes it's slower sometimes it's like i even hear people who channel light language like and it's like there's not just one way to channel so just like being confident in your way in your unique way and yeah to everyone who is listening to this and desires to channel light language please do and please like be comfortable with it and if you do feel called put it out there because we need new forms of light language being shared with the masses because light language does carry a very potent frequency of light and so just hearing light language like the actual tones and frequencies that are emitted through just the connection of light language is transformational for the collective it's so powerful and yeah I want to hear your form of light language so share it Share your codes. Yes, share your codes. As you were saying this, (laughs) I felt a petting on my head while you were saying this. Mm. It was very interesting. Wow. Oh, I see angel wings around you. Mm. (laughs) I feel them. Mm. So that was a great segue into this wonderful question from Valerie Benoit and She said, when you know you have a gift of channeling and being deeply intuitive and psychic, how do you dive into that to deepen your knowledge and start truly embodying that gift? So you were saying you're sharing, like, please share your light code, but Mm -hmm. how do we embody this? Mm, Yes. Um, I think that it is just like any spiritual practice where you have to continue to remind yourself of the presence of this energy and the desire to embody it and in a sense kind of train yourself to continue to stay in this embodiment and to continue to stay at this frequency because yeah as life occurs then often we are gifted tests where our frequencies lower so that we experience lower vibrational things but then it's asking to come into a space of higher frequency like literally being like okay how can I raise my vibration here okay and then coming into a higher state and then just being it so just continuously reminding yourself that you are the light 
You literally are a divine vehicle of light and you are the embodiment. Like you are already the embodiment. So it's just getting your human self to remember. I love hearing the birds sing with you as you say this in the back, yeah. singing with you in the background. <laughs> like a whole tribe of, of birds just flew by. <laughs> oh, yes. I love it. And Carla Vega, she um, is curious about you channeling for other people. And she wants to know if you can channel health and healing to another person because her mom was diagnosed with cancer, but had a successful removal and surgery and chemo. Mm. And and now they had a spot again in her liver. Mm, yes, absolutely. And with that, I would love to open this space to call in her mother's angels and to call in all angels and benevolent beings of the highest light to assist her in her healing and to continuously raise her frequency so that she is attuned to a state of health and vibrancy and opulence and pure potent healing continuously and the way that this works is when we imagine something when we open up a space to implement an intention with true 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 presence and awareness and like allowing your body to feel it to the full extent when you do tap into this space it creates that possibility as a reality and the more confidence you have in this reality being a true possibility, like absolutely, and just decide that it is so, then it can be implemented for others just as long as they too wish that same yeah. thing. Wow. Thank mm -hmm. you for that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So much love to yes. her mother and to her. So I know you're also bringing light into our awareness about fifth dimension. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I love. So for those who have no idea, they're like, fifth dimension, what's that? <laughs> I thought we only live in 3D. Mm -hmm. What, <laughs> what right. is it? And how do we attune ourselves to the fifth dimension? Mm, yes. So the fifth dimension is essentially a state of consciousness, a state of awareness where we are embodied in full presence. So if you think about like 2D, 3D, like actual like dimensional perception, when you are perceiving from 3D as opposed to 2D, then, you know, it's like popping out. We can see multiple angles of things. So essentially, 5D, the fifth dimension, is being able to perceive other angles, different perceptions of things. And with that, when we do have more angles of perception about a situation, we truly realize that it is actually all light and it is actually <laughs> all divine. Like it really, yes. truly is super divine. Everything is super divine, even like a negative experience or what we perceive to be a negative experience. So 5D consciousness is the perception of divinity in all things. And so with that, it is also the absence of duality. So duality is the concept of good and bad, dark and light, um, negative and positive. And 
in the fifth dimensional awareness, we have merged and integrated duality. We've integrated darkness into the light so that darkness actually works in conjunction with the light. Kind of like the ego as well, where we're like merging all aspects into the one being. It's also the same with us. You know, all of us humans are individuals, but we are individual expressions of the same collective consciousness that's why we hear you know we're all one it's all one love because from the true higher self perspective we literally are like all one organism so (laughs) 5d is that awareness so what was the other question (laughs) how do we attune ourselves how do we attune ourselves yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we can attune ourselves by really just tapping into the heart space. And what I mean by that is in every situation, just coming back to love, like, all right, my intention here is to create more love and to create more light. So how can I perceive this with that awareness? And that's not ignoring or denying any darkness or any foul aspects of any situation. It's instead being like, okay, well, this is actually occurring for this. This darkness is actually guiding us to this new form of light. So it's just keeping the perception open to all angles. Mm. Do we also have to activate our third eye in some way? Mm, Yes, absolutely. That is definitely an aspect of it. And I feel that when we do, and sometimes it happens where we activate our third eye first and then we tune to a fifth dimensional awareness and then sometimes we are exposed to a fifth dimensional awareness and then start developing our third eye abilities and essentially what Mm -hmm. that is our third eye is the perception and sight beyond sight so that is like the intuitive feeling knowing perceiving higher awareness of self yes Mm-hmm. And how do we activate our third eye? Mm, there are so many ways. <laughs> yeah. So our third eye is like an actual gland that looks visually like an eye in the center of our two eyes right above our eyebrows. And I actually believe that we all already have our third eye activated, but it's extremely calcified from projected programs by society, emotionally, energetically, mentally, and then also is physically calcified by the fluoride in our water, the toxins in our soil, the chemtrails in the air. There's actually a lot of malevolent forces at work that are desiring to keep everyone's third eye calcified so that they are not able to perceive truth, perceive the light in Mm -hmm. all things and tap in control. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that we don't tap into our powers, but um, yeah, so we can activate our third eye in so many ways physically by detoxing, you know, moving into a plant-based diet, um, audibly by listening to binarial beats, um, visually by closing our eyes and actually rolling our eyes up to look at the third eye and breathing deeply and just imagining light pour into this area, Um, listening to your intuition more and trusting that inner voice within you. That is the voice of your third eye, essentially. 
So there are many different ways. It's, um, it's always accustomed to each individual's personal journey and um, what their mission and purpose is. You know, everyone's calcified in a different way, essentially. Yeah. We all are raised in different areas and different mm-hmm. cultures, surrounded by different people who love different types of entertainment and music and whatever yeah. it is that we may be drawn to for that instant. Yep. Which is beautiful because yeah. if we all had the same tools and we all showed up at the finish line, like with the same tools, we would get nowhere. You Yawn. know, we all need to like, exp- yeah, right? Like that's that's not what we came here to do. I also brought this up in a recent podcast about how, um, have you ever, are you familiar with Abraham Hicks at all? I am, yes. And someone asked Abraham, um, how do, I love being aligned. I love being in this state of alignment and I'm sure that they mean also that they were like super open and activated in all areas and they just felt so good in that state. She's like, how do I remain in this state all the time? And Abraham responded, well, you'd have to be dead or Mm. you'd have to be really boring. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That resonates. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of those times when we are in that darkness. This is actually a really beautiful question from Carolina Krizak. I love it. You're like essentially speaking light codes right now. Yes. Her name's a light code. She asks, how to find courage and motivation to move forward with life in the days of a deep depression complete loss of connection with your soul and your soul's desire when the darkness seems to be so overwhelming and the racing thoughts unbearable. What should be the first steps to get out of this situation? Does the soul always want happiness and love and joy, or maybe there are souls from the dark? Mm. That's a lot, but that's such a profound, beautiful question. Wow. Yeah. And even just the translation, like the word wizardry in that was beautiful. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, well, to one of the questions, are there souls that, does the soul always desire to be in light or are there souls that desire darkness? I definitely believe that all souls actually desire to experience some darkness. That's part of the formula here, the concept of duality here on earth. It's natural to us. It's absolutely natural to us, mm. to everyone, to all souls. Um So steps when in that space, I would say first, like when you're like deep in it, like one of those times where you're like, I don't even want to get out of this. Like, I'm just like feeling so low right now. Like no one's pulling me out. When you're in that space, I would suggest, and what I do, just like milking it, like milk it in that space. Like I am just like, I can't get out of this. And giving yourself, like, you know, obviously do this, like, in a safe space. Like, again, if you can do this out in nature alone, even better. But in your room or wherever, closed doors. Just, like, walk around your room and just, like, speak it out loud. Like, get it out of your body. Allow yourself to feel it. Like, speak to yourself all the low things that you are upset about or disappointed about or anxious about or all the fears that you have. 
and just like allow yourself to be sad if you have self-pity pity yourself for a little bit just like get it out of your body give your being that time and that space to really express through it and like I'm talking about really experience it so that there's not any lingering debris of desire to experience that state from this one occurrence again later on in your life and like just like be in it and then often after like sadness or disappointment or pity then we go into anger and then if you are in an angry space then be angry and speak to yourself out loud like why did this happen or why did I do this or angels you know this will happen to me every once in a while where I'm like angels where are you at like I am yes. doing all that I can yes right <laughs> been there <laughs> yes. and actually and I'll have like actual like fits where I'm like I'm trying so hard angels like I'm doing all that I can like please just give me some extra tools right now yes. where are you at you know and yes. like I will say this out loud and I'll allow my energy to rise and I can literally feel this energy like emitting from my pores as I'm saying these things. And then after that, you know, once you like have like a crying fit or, you know, children do this all the time, once you explode, then you're kind of like, okay, And you may not instantly feel relieved, but you do feel like a significant purge of energy once you have allowed yourself to fully express it. And then you often will come into a space of stillness and um, just like allowance and just allow yourself to be if you feel empty after that or numb, allow yourself to be empty or numb, like just let yourself fully be in it, but be fully aware of it and conscious of it and present to that. You know, I feel like when people experience uh, spells of depression or sadness or anger, it's because they're not being fully present to it. And an aspect of them is trying to suppress it or ignore it. But if you like, say, like, devote this time, like, no, I'm feeling angry right now. I'm feeling sad right now. I'm feeling numb right now. Then you graduate that phase. You do. You graduate (laughs) that space because your soul is continuously desiring to evolve unwittingly, whether you are aware of it or not. So if you let the like full experience play out, you graduate from it. And so then from that space, nature, nature, Mm. go out into nature, whether it is the forest or the ocean or the mountains, or even just like if you're in a city and can only feel the wind, then just the snow where you're at go outside and just be with nature and like sing to nature maybe dance with nature maybe meditate with nature feel nature use your hands to feel different textures and allow yourself to get lost in the frequency of nature because I find that nature can always fill you back up and always fuel you but again you just have to bring full presence that is your task is full presence in all of these states. Wow. And that is when people ask, how is nature going to heal me? You just said it right there. It's matching. It's almost like matching that you are, you are matching nature's frequency and nature is pure love. It's pure positive energy. It's the energy that will, that heals instantly without us even really trying. It's effortless healing just by being in nature, touching the trees, giving it some love, enjoying the snow, feeling the wind. That is 
you resetting that frequency, that energetic state and releasing and letting it go. And nature has its way of, because the energy, again, can't be destroyed, of finding another area for it to be that it's not Mm -hmm. within you, of where it belongs. Yes. Yeah. And nature is perfect in its own cycles and patterns. And nature goes through its shit too, but nature always knows how to regrow in all the ways that it needs to. And yeah, nature is perfect in all ways. And also nature is so forgiving. Like so many wrongs have been done to nature and nature has like (laughs) this unconditional, like all abundant forgiveness frequency where it's like, it's okay. It's okay. And I feel like, especially after like an explosion fit or like a, an anger spell, nature is the one to be like, "Mm, you're still perfect. Yep. Yeah. You're still perfect. And you're still here because we're here supporting you. (laughs) Yes. Like, yes, I still have you. I still got your back. And it doesn't matter even if it's a land that you're not in or a land that doesn't feel like home. Nature, again, is at that one frequency and you can just match it and it heals. But just by being in it. You know when you start to feel like you are becoming in a sense like the other people that are around you not becoming but you are influenced by their field yeah yeah influenced Mm -hmm. yes or you can feel like they're in a little more of a tense state or something and that kind of influences you as well well nature's not like that nature's just pure love and so if you are in that you will feel it and that's yeah why that's why I spend so much time in nature yeah same yeah (laughs) yeah same Mm, yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um and brooke so we talked about uh the five or the fifth dimension i didn't call you brooke by the way it's the next it's the person (laughs) of the next person so this girl brooke dingwell she asked love to know how she learned all the things she talks about like fifth dimensions ascension fairies She's so smart. <laughs> That's what Brooke says. Aww. So you did say how you learn it. You channel comes to you in so many different forms. But mm-hmm. I would love to hear your thoughts on Ascension and on fairies. Mm, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so just to like reiterate, I channel in the sense where I – Um, just kind of open up the space to receive information or it'll just happen without me even initiating it and it does feel feel like a like a book's worth of information will just like come through to my mind and I'm like oh that's why this happens oh my gosh this is connected to this oh and then this is this and it is kind of like like um just like an explosion of energy and information (laughs) essentially um but yeah so Ah, fairies. Okay, I love fairies. And since we were just speaking about nature, I think this is like a perfect um, little segue for fairies. Fairies are... Okay, so fairies exist in higher dimensions. There are fifth dimensional fairies as well as, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth dimensional fairies. So they exist in a realm that is unseen by the physical eye. And... They are the protectors and the energetic embodiment of nature. So if we ever want to connect with fairies, we literally can just go outside and ask for the fairies to come through or to 
ask for the support of fairies or ask to support the fairies. I will often be like, fairies, I would love to help you. Like, please, in whichever way I can, please align me to that path. Please show me the way. Show me how I can assist you. And um, fairies will manifest tangibly in our realities in a number of ways. It could be the rustling of the trees or a leaf that just falls right in front of you or a ray of sun that seems to shift and now hit right on your face, right on your forehead or a feather that falls from the sky or maybe like a frequency or maybe a rush of wind. Again, it's just being fully present to what is like actually occurring on all levels and that is how we can perceive these energies and then some people can actually perceive with their third eye visually little fairy beings like actual light beings fairies are absolutely real and I say this because growing up I wasn't into fairies and um like elves or anything like that I you know just thought that it was like a story tale and uh, didn't really have like an infatuation with these incredible beings and didn't think that they were real necessarily. I thought they were just figments of imagination, but they are so real and they (laughs) do exist tangibly. Yeah, they do. Yes, they are the protectors of nature. And um, sometimes they will just show themselves through leaves and through nature elements. But I have seen real fairies, like actual luminous, like little light beings that are fairies. Yeah, so they are absolutely here. Have you been able to talk to or channel them? Yes, yes, absolutely. There wow. was um, a significant chapter in my life where uh, they came through like nonstop for about like seven months. And they would bring poems. They often would speak in poems or sometimes just information. And they would, they actually were who I were was channeling Um, all of my information about the current state of earth and how we can help earth, like even just energetically and emotionally beyond becoming eco-friendly, but like energetically how we can assist earth. That was all the fairies. They definitely helped me channel information. They're incredibly intelligent. And what did they say about helping earth? Mm, Many different things. One that was really (laughs) profound was... um, the importance of feeling the feelings of like bliss and love. You know, when you're like in love with someone or something and you have like this overwhelming feeling of bliss where you're just like, yes, and it's like such a high (laughs) frequency and you just like, it's like almost hard to breathe. Um, They were explaining to me and, and showing me Uh, actually physically within the body what those feelings do to the body and how important it is for us to individually allow ourselves to feel that sometimes people fear feeling such a high feeling like that because they don't want to be disappointed or get their heart broken and so they'll actually prevent themselves from reaching such a high frequency and feeling these things but the fairies were showing me how When we do that and we allow our bodies to feel bliss and feel love, then we create a frequency in our body that our bodies become familiar with and our bodies can actually 
access that frequency and that feeling in other times without having it be initiated by that one specific thing. And when we do allow ourselves to attune to this vibration frequently, then the emission of our auric field increases to such a high caliber that it influences earth. And that frequency is also contagious. So when you emit that frequency from your auric field, you are actually affecting people around you that you may not even see, like your neighbors and people at the grocery store. And like everywhere that you go, you are carrying this frequency with you, kind of like a stream of light that follows behind you. And when you allow yourself to feel this, then you are giving others permission to do the same. And they are not even consciously aware of it. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to be. Yes, exactly. That's the best part. Wow. (laughs) Do you ever check out of a grocery store and then just send love and light without saying it, but to the person that's checking you out or to somebody in line Mm. or you're walking and you're just sending your light to whoever you might see that seems like they're in trouble or just someone random that is just walking by? Do you ever do that? Something like that? Yes. Yes. And I love that you do that too. And to everyone listening, please do that as yes. well. Yeah. It yeah, changes the, things for that does. person. It's so powerful. And sometimes when I see somebody struggling for whatever the reason might be, like one time it was somebody, this man fell off of, he was in a wheelchair and he slid out of the bus when the bus door opened and fell. Mm. And it was the saddest thing, but I just prayed and asked, like, may something so magical, the best thing happen to him today. And those those little Mm. prayers, I have no idea if something did, but I feel like something did. And it's like those little prayers that you just send to somebody, even if they didn't go through something that was traumatic, just sending something to somebody that seems like they need it. It may actually do something. And those fairies might be listening. Yeah. Or the guides or the angels. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That is so like powerful that you just mentioned that. Um, yeah, that's actually like a technique that I feel called to share where like if mm-hmm. something is happening even to your life where someone is doing something wrong to you or or coming after you or trying to like create a bad experience for you or whatever we can actually ask for their angels to create blessings in their life. Like I literally say when someone's like angry with me or like wants me to do something and I'm unable to do it. And so they're really mad or whatever. Then I like literally ask for their angels to grant them miracles and blessings so that it shifts their awareness to a higher frequency and so that they can receive more good, more good so that they're not focused on like doing wrong or doing bad. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, of course. Yeah. I have a beautiful feeling that that will somehow help so many people, even people that aren't listening because the people that are listening will be practicing this. Mm. (laughs) Wow. It's little things like this that are just going to change the world. Yes. No, like actually, like actually, this is how we do it. (laughs) (laughs) I love the snowball effects. (laughs) So speaking of talking to angels and guides, are you ready to do a reading and whatever kind of reading you Mm. feel like doing? Mm, Yes. Yeah. Wait. 
But I do what? have rapid fire and a couple questions that I ask all the guests. So I don't know if you would rather yeah. do the reading first or the rapid fire first, depending on your energy. Um, let's do let's do rapid fire and okay. then reading. Because for the reading, I'll essentially, I mean, dependent on if you want like a personal reading or um, just whatever information to flow through, I pretty much will just open the channel to, yeah, translate whatever information is there. So um, I usually have to kind of like alter my frequency a little bit to get there. So let's do rapid fire first. By the way, it's uh, pitch black. Well, not pitch black. It's just the sun is pretty much set where I'm at. And so all I have is a candle and then, of course, the computer laptop. Mm. But it's going to be really amazing because I the lights are on the other end of the room and I forgot to turn them on. And it's okay. I feel like it's meant to be this way. So it is. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, your angels aligned you perfectly. Ah, so. They did. So rapid fire. <laughs> Sage or Palo Santo? Palo Santo. Early bird or night owl? Both. Mm, explain. <laughs> um, sometimes I'm, I would have to actually say night owl, but also – early bird I like love being up early when everyone is asleep and everything is so still so I'm not sure I can choose different aspects (laughs) prefer different things well and also night owl most everyone as well might still be asleep where you're at right yes exactly (laughs) where are you by the way I'm currently in Oceanside San Diego (gasps) amazing Mm, yes uh morning routine Morning routine. Um, yeah, I usually wake myself up with um, my own affirmations. It's funny. It sounds funny. Like I listen to my own positive affirmations, but I actually suggest for everyone to do this, to record yourself like literally on a voice note on your phone, saying affirmations in your own voice and then listening to it daily because you're being is so much more receptive to your own voice because it's so familiar with it. And um, if you are like affirming things to be true aloud, then your whole being just decides that that is truth. So I actually, I listen to my positive affirmations and I'll do, yes. <laughs> I'll do, um, like a little meditation. Sometimes it's for 30 minutes. Sometimes I only have time for like a three minute meditation. Oh, and it still helps. Yeah, always. And I'll just ask for my guides and angels and cosmic family to, um, grant me all the tools or the resources or the inspiration or motivation that I need for the day and I will thank them and then I like to make an elixir of some sort with mm-hmm. some like crazy green superfoods and then hot yoga I've been doing hot yoga in the mornings and it's been like yeah transformational hot yoga every morning a part of my diva self but man those days right. that I don't get in, I feel I do feel slightly <laughs> different. And it's yep. hot yoga for me too. I go to like a few mm. places because I love hot yoga and I want to make sure if it, I can't make it at the 6 a.m., then I can make it at the 7 a.m. elsewhere. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow, that's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you. I'm probably going to sign up at another place. <laughs> oh, great. Um, favorite breakfast? Mm. Well, I actually – I don't eat in the mornings. I just do the elec- yeah. the elixir, yeah, and I like my um I love it. my golden milk elixir with hemp milk. Mm, oh yum. Yeah, I love turmeric and hemp milk, yeah. There are some mornings. It really depends. There are some mornings where I don't want anything to eat and there are some mornings where I do. Mhm. Yeah. I it's I usually fast until um 
well, I have my elixir and then I'll fast until like the middle of the day. And I observe that my body functions like best from that. Yeah, for sure. And then, okay, so dinner. I'm curious what your favorite dinner is. Mm, My favorite dinner. Um, It would probably be like a compilation of like everything that I have in my fridge. So like (laughs) a huge salad with like probably two avocados, tahini, hemp seeds, carrots, bell peppers, peas. Um, Mm. Yeah, just like a, a bunch of things. And I like when there's like a lot of variety in my food. So yeah, I would have to say something that I make. (laughs) <laughs> anything <laughs> that I have pretty much yeah um, <laughs> uh, Sophia Gilberg is curious about your perspective on reptilians and greys just generally any fear mm. extraterrestrial race and she Ooh, says lots yeah. of love to you both love you too wow. Sophia yes love you Sophia thank you for asking this question um, I mean, I could literally talk for hours on <laughs> reptilians and greys, but let's just translate the information that is um, most beneficial for this moment. Um, so yeah, reptilians and greys are a cosmic race of beings who operate at a lower vibration and feed off of lower vibrational emotions like fear or hate or worry or pain or suffering. And um, so contrary to what many believe, so like there are a lot of reptilians and greys actually in our government and that have been controlling um, Earth for eons now, actually. And um, we the paradigm that we are shifting into is actually a space where we are no longer feeding fear and worry, and that's no longer going to be a viable source of food or fuel or energetic consumption for any being. So reptilians and greys will eventually have to learn how to consume love and light. And um, contrary to a lot of the beliefs out there, I don't believe that all reptilians and greys are malevolent that they're all bad. Um, I actually have been exposed to some instances where uh, reptilians and greys have incarnated into form on earth with the intention to ascend because right Mm. now earth is the only um, land of mass in the galaxy with the opportunity to ascend at this time. So a lot of reptilians and greys and other malevolent cosmic Uh, lineages have incarnated here on earth with pure intentions Mm -hmm. to ascend and to shift their ways of being so to those I honor and I say thank you thank you for doing the work for all wow I so honor them too wow that's beautiful to hear to know and that makes me feel better knowing that some are here for their own healing and to have a new find a new path and to protect yes yeah because there there is a divine plan like we do shift earth into Mm -hmm. a fifth dimensional conscious awareness we do transcend duality and a lot of these lower frequency concepts we do the divine plan does happen absolutely (laughs) so it's it's inevitable so a lot of beings are essentially shifting their 
purpose or what they believe their incarnated purpose was to a more pure intention and are desiring to shift. So yeah, it's happening. It's happening. It's like cruise along, you know, like either come or, you know, become infinite, like black hole space. I don't know what even happens to you, you know? (laughs) Let's hope that that's not the case. I mean, yeah. Um, By the way, I'm not going to, I need to stop calling rapid fire, rapid fire, because nobody, nobody, very, very few, I would say about 99.9% of the guests that I've talked to, it's not rapid fire. I'm going to start calling it random fire. Random fire. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) what numbers are you seeing frequently these days Mm, well my angel number forever is 711 711 and I was born at the time 7 11 p.m weighing seven pounds 11 ounces and no way yeah it's I see it a ridiculous (gasps) amount like I saw it today Wow. I was and I was like, oh, and, oh, 7-Eleven, like the store. Because I always look at numbers and I'm like, what does this mean? Oh, 7-Eleven, like the store. Okay. Now I know. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. That's the most hilarious part. Like, I think that it's like a hilarious concept that my angels put into this earth for a reason by having like convenience stores that honestly <laughs> sell poison and toxins, but it's just like affirming 7-Eleven everywhere. I'm like, all right. Okay. Cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And actually... Um, I've shared it for the past few years, um, the concept of 7-Eleven being my angel number. And so many of my social media family now see it. Like my followers, I get messages all the time. People saying, I see 7-Eleven all the time. I know that you're with me. Or I called upon you astrally and 7-Eleven appeared all day. Wow. That's what I get with because 444 and 44 is what Mm. I see everywhere. And mm. I get those messages that I say 444 and it's just like, it just mm. shows like we're all, I just see it as we're all divinely connected and we're aligned yep. right now in some way together all as one. And it's just, I love numbers. They just yes. mean so much. Yeah. We're sharing a frequency essentially. Yes. So like when yes. people connect with you and they become aware of these certain energetic compositions that appear as numbers are resonant with you and your frequency then when they tap into that then it appears in their reality as well so it's like we're just sharing light with each other yes spirit animal Mm, dolphin oh that's my second (laughs) favorite animal i love it why a dolphin um because i actually have direct recollection of a past life being a dolphin (laughs) Yeah, and and it's said that dolphins are like the incarnate of Pleiadians, and dolphins hold a frequency that support the entire planet, actually. Oh, I know. Oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they communicate through binarial beats and hertz frequencies through their sonar waves and literally emit these frequencies all throughout the ocean. And water carries frequency and information. So when they do this, it's like transported to the entire planet. So I literally like I literally believe that they are helping support a high frequency and a high vibration for the entire Mm, earth. That makes me so happy. Yeah. And definitely a mermaid. And definitely a mermaid. What's your first? My first is an elephant. Oh, wow. I have elephants all over my room. Oh, Mm. me too. Well, I mean, when I, I mean, it's all packed away, but when I Mm. had 
I, I travel so much. I'm mm. planting though. I'm planting. Mm. Do you have any manifestation practices? Ooh, affirmation journaling. Yes. Mm, yes. With crystals and the moon would be ideal. Oh yeah. Favorite crystal. Yeah. Mm. Right now, I think selenite just because I got a bunch of <gasps> selenite pieces. Guess what I have right next to me right now? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> a long selenite mm. that I like to place on my stomach while I meditate. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, selenite is powerful for protection and then also transferring frequencies and information. So perhaps your selenite is connecting with the selenite that I have here. And maybe that's <gasps> why we're even more connected. Ah! <laughs> I have chills so that's probably a truth <laughs> yes nicole greplova she has a very simple but i love this question because it's profound are you happy mm, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it you can hear it yeah yeah no i'm i'm like so grateful i'm like yeah mm. yeah very grateful. and then sophia gilbert asks uh which emotion do you like to reside in the most, a.k.a. favorite emotion? Mm, <laughs> That's a cute question. Laughter. Oh, yes. Laughter. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, as much as I am like a centered spiritual like person, I'm also like extremely like, um, I would just say weird is probably the best way to describe it and like love making people laugh and love laughing. And I like laugh hysterically out loud in like the times when you're not supposed to. And it's just like my favorite emotion. It's like one of the highest frequency emotions too. Like, if not the, we'll love and laugh. laugh. Yeah. Yes. Well, like love is so powerful, of course, but also like laughter, if you think about it, you're feeling such a high frequency that your body starts making noises that you can't even control out loud <laughs> and actually starts like shaking like your your core convulses as you laugh like we get like ab workouts and there's like no filter if something is really funny and like you can't stop laughing you really like can't filter how you are expressing that energy so it's such a pure <laughs> form of emotion that's so true. Oh my gosh. I love when I am just uncontrollably laughing. One of the best mm -hmm. feelings in the world. Same. Favorite place on Mama Earth? Mm. Right now I'd say probably Peru. Ooh. Yeah, there's something about the land and the energy, like literally just stepping foot on the land. I felt aspects of my being come more into myself like I feel like I um like found more of myself just even being there and there's not really a specific reason like why Peru it's like literally mm -hmm. just like the energetic land I think of Peru maybe you also had a past life there yeah I feel that <laughs> I feel that define love mm, love <sighs> mm, unconditional, formless, high frequency, unforgiving in the sense that it's just like fully present, unfiltered. That's a better way to describe mm, it. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Define 
God, the divine, the universe, higher self. Mm. Mm. You, me, <laughs> us, we. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> the universe gave you free billboards to share one message across the main highways in major cities all around the world. What would these billboards read? Mm, wow. wow there's like so much like even instagram can't hold capacity for the (laughs) amount that i want to express per caption so i don't know how i can do this (laughs) oh that's so great i mean it could be the 405 in la it could be a little long if you want it to be (laughs) okay (laughs) um hmm, let's see um well i would encode these words with like cosmic light so that as people are reading them it's not just like words organized into a fashion it's like an actual feeling that is received upon reading it um and it would probably be something like uh you in your most authentic rawest purest form is divinity Hmm. Yeah, it would. It probably would say a lot of things, but you know, that's, that's that's what's coming through for now. Well, what's coming through is beautiful and perfect, and I love it, and it resonates. So, Thanks. you walk into a time traveling portal to see your sixteen-year-old self, sixteen-year-old Heather. What would you whisper in her ear to prepare her for her journey ahead? Oh my goddess! Wow. Um, <laughs> I would first of all like hug her and mm-hmm. uh, like squeeze her and then like laugh with her and um, I would let her know that like like girl you got this like yes you end up figuring it all out and that figuring it out is not knowing what it is so don't worry when you feel out of sorts and I was also on my own had been on my own for quite some time I would say you are safe and supported through this whole journey. Start calling upon your angels more. Start utilizing your gifts. Step fully into your power. Don't listen to what they're saying. Mm, I was in high school at that point, so I would say uh, you never see any of these people ever again. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and if you and, do, you don't care. Right, and if you do, actually, yeah, the people who do see you in the future, they um, they get it. They get why you are this way and who you are and um yeah I would just let her know like girl you dope as fuck in the future (laughs) (laughs) if you could only show her also a picture of yourself right she'd be like hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) last question that I ask all the Euro magic guests how would you advise the Euro magic listeners to create their own magic Mm, yeah do it in your own way. Be your most unique self. And yeah, just explore yes. yourself. Just like start. Just open yourself up to whichever creativity wants to flow through you and enjoy it. Fall in love with your process, with your way of creating, with your way of expressing, because I promise you it is so needed. We need you to be fully in your own true, authentic, raw power and heart space so that we can all 
come together so that we can all truly be ourselves. Just give yourself permission. You are so loved and so appreciated. And thank you for also like listening to this podcast. And thank you, Raquel, for creating this podcast. <laughs> Because this is such a frequency and to just like have people and beings who are open to receiving this information and listening to it, like you are a way shower, you are a light worker, you are, I promise. That's why you have always felt called to this. That's why your soul feels so familiar with it. So thank you. Wow. I am dancing right now. This That was beautiful. Thank you. This was yes. truly, and I'm not just saying this was truly one of my favorite podcasts yet. Wow. <laughs> honored. Truly honored. And really like, really girl, like thank you so much mm-hmm. for all that you do and for opening this space and yeah, for being transparent in your own connection and for channeling as you do. You are such a channel. So thank you. <sighs> Heather, thank you. Wow. Thank you for everything that you're gifting the world as well with sharing all of this information that a lot of people feel too scared or too afraid to touch because they're afraid to be judged and so they reject it, but you are unabashedly sharing it, making us feel more free to share these truths that we feel deep down as well. So I can't thank you enough for your existence. honored really like truly honored and before we begin the reading reading can you uh, let everyone know where they can find you and connect with you and maybe get readings from you as well yes definitely um you can find me on instagram or youtube as activation vibration instagram it's like literally at activation vibration youtube i love that activation name. vibration thank you it's a frequency uh-huh. it's actually all of us like it's not i'm not the activation vibration only like we all are so just a little clarification and <laughs> um yeah you can find readings on my website activationvibrations.com, and i do personal readings there and yeah just yeah, I'm here for you. That. You can also call upon me astrally or energetically um, if you ever need assistance or guidance or just like some love. And yeah, one of my aspects, my higher self aspect will come to help you, support you, greet you, love you. Thank you. <laughs> this series with Heather is to be continued. In part two, Heather channels a message for me and for you. Dear Yomi, thank you so much for listening and lending your ear and feel free to ping me if you had any aha moments or just anything that resonated deeply with your soul. Perhaps you want to share it in the Your Own Magic Facebook group with over 7,000 high vibing souls to connect with from around the globe. A link to that tribe is in the show notes. Many Yomis have been meeting and networking and just connecting with new like-minded magical friends, and it's all free, of course. There is also, I don't know if you know this, but I am hosting a retreat with my dear friend and spiritual medium, Brie Melanson, in Bali this July, July 22nd through the 26th, where she will be doing a lot of channeling. <laughs> so just go to yourownmagic.life slash retreat for more info and we will be celebrating our souls with many goddess rituals and connecting with nature and meditating and powerful breath work and spiritual rituals and clearing energy blocks and of course we're going to be eating a lot of high vibe plant-based food so 
prepare your tummies for that. <laughs> but most importantly, we will be deepening connection with fellow yummies in person and tapping into our own magic. Also, if you're interested in the exclusive Soul Tribe site that is full of different types of meditations and meditative imaginings to enlighten your day and self-expansion and soul expansion journalings, spiritual tools and rituals, and just so much more, that's a side service I offer for you. So just go to euromagic.life and sign up for $4.44 per month or $44.44 for a lifetime beginning this year. <laughs> so if you paid $44.44 this year already, you have it now for a lifetime. So thank you. And most importantly, thank you for just being an amazing listener and have a magical day. <laughs>